hello and welcome to the common briefing program part of the common geeking program where each month we take a look at the last month of geek news to bring you the hottest headlines uh, from geeks around the world uh, my name is colin i tend to run this little shindig and uh, we are about to recap what we think is the most important, interesting, or impactful geek news from the month of January. Uh, I am joined by two people whose names are this. Ooh, oh, I am right. getting a, a psychic message. I am now a clairvoyant. This is Jeff. Hi, my name is Jeff, in case that wasn't obvious. But I am, I'm receiving a psychic message from the gods right now, and I'm about to make my, my, my cosmic prediction for this episode. And uh, the only thing that could change this is if uh, one of you two decide to thwart my prediction just for the sake of. But I, I'm getting a message. Wait, it's coming in. It's coming in. I think that this month we are going to be in a total unanimous agreement about the most important story of January 2021 in Geek News. That is my official fucking prediction. Prediction Are you talking about episode. the failed coup and insurrection of the U.S. Capitol? That's not geek news. Oh, oh you're Or right. the fact that we finally got rid of Trump, and now we got to deal with Biden, who's less bad, but still, like, you know, Both centric. of these things, I'm sure, will have fucking uh, huge ramifications on the geek news market from some way or another. But I, I think you all know what fucking story I'm talking about. And yeah. we'll, we'll fucking get into it at some point. Well, behind, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, and who else is joining <laughs> us? Hi, I'm Timel or Chowder, whichever you prefer. That's a that is some uh, cool. that is some heat Chowder's bringing today. Uh, <laughs> well, to be fair, that was just like a normal introduction, and I did my whole stupid bullshit introduction. So, yeah, like, I guess I don't Chowder's think it usually would've... the one pulling some goddamn shenanigans in the beginning. And today, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm switching. Today, I'm a... flipping the script. I'm stealing Chowder's goddamn shenanigans. It's not even. I'm not even the one talking about this story. But oh, all right, my well shenanigans done. right in front of my salad. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got there. We we've go. Got, we've got just under one hour for Chowder to completely reclaim his shenanigans. Um, so uh, as as usual, when talking about geek news, I don't know why, but I feel like it's a uh, it's it's a pretty good idea to sort of to get an idea of the temperature uh see how people are feeling so i'll i'll start i uh accidentally fell asleep uh during my work day it had no consequences but i'm in that weird sort of post nap like mental twilight that is the like grog. a mixture you got, of like you got the grog going on yeah like uh, i'm like i'm not cloudy headed i'm kind of ready to do anything but i'm also ready to pass the fuck out again yeah Th that, that, that weird happens like state that happens like 50 percent of the time i ever take naps is it just yeah. like fucking ravages the rest of my day <laughs> yeah well how about you two how are you guys uh how are you guys feeling on this crisp snowy uh november uh november february day jeff how's the Correct. snow for you <laughs> too much snow too much you snow. might you might say that the snow is in fact quite non-existent in uh california i wore a t-shirt and flip-flops today as i do every day because i did just too how and it i is. lost half my toes <laughs> I had to i'm doing snow. i'm i'm doing okay Ugh. i'm quite hungry 
is my my main whole thing right now is that uh, yeah. I I haven't eaten lunch or breakfast yet. Um, mind you, it's only one o'clock for me as opposed to the four o'clock that it is for the two of you. That's but. very true, man. Shoveling is some I don't know. Sometimes it's like a really nice way to just like spend some time. But whenever shoveling <laughs> is in between you and whatever you have to do, yeah, it's just it's just bad. And I'm very yeah, glad never, I don't have to go I've anywhere. Quite never felt that shoveling was a good use of my time, really. I don't know. Okay, I Shatter, mean, was, was this a shoveling <laughs> experience where you were like, ah, damn it, I have to go do the shoveling? Or was it like uh, a, a kind of like a nice little bit of time to yourself where you just got to listen to something while you did a chore? Where did uh, it fall on that spectrum? It was definitely the uh, first one. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't really get a chance to listen to any music or podcast or whatever. It was yeah, cold. just imagine if uh, when you were shoveling and even if you were listening to any music or podcast, what you could have been doing to spend that time alternatively is not shoveling and listening to those same music and podcasts. So, like, really, I don't think it enhances the situation at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but on the brighter, on other, in other news, uh, I've uh, been playing this game called Amori, and it's really good. It's, like, uh, surreal and whimsical. And, same. Uh, uh, but, like, an equal part scariest walk it's great I Ooh, love it. nice. that's a i've been playing i've played two games one that is uh surreal and whimsical and one that is scary as fuck those games being donut county where you play uh a hole in the ground that eats everything up and <laughs> like the donut other called county, yeah. donut <laughs> county it's it's pretty fun um and then the medium which is only on the new xboxes and uh it's a big old a big old spooky game so uh i i kind of i feel you on that vibe whenever i'm not in the middle of doing something I've I've been firing up one of those two and just sinking into the snow day vibe. The uh, yeah. the only game uh, the only game I've been playing is Postmates, baby, making a <laughs> mediocre amount of money. <laughs> I thought for a second you were saying you were playing the game of ordering Postmates, not nope. delivering Postmates. <laughs> no, and it's you're like all right, Postmates. It's kind of like a game, you know. You get your tasks. You got to go from one place to the next. Oh, Sometimes, no. yeah. The truth of the a, situation uh, makes a lot of sense to me. But the idea that unusual... you're like Russian roulette, which fucking restaurant am I going to destroy <laughs> myself on tonight? Uh, uh, no, it's it's like that. Except I get to just like sit in the car with all the food smells and get really hungry and then not be able to eat any of it. Um, but you know, I, I, I get some quests occasionally where you know. I'll get to a house and uh, it'll be like three three houses on a row that just straight up don't have house numbers on them, and I have to yep. fucking suss out which one is supposed to go. Yeah, the order is supposed to go to. My fucking apartment is such a problem because like all the map systems say that my building is on the other like side of the street, like further oh, down the street. We take into setting one of our light bulbs to like a bright green, so they're like, "Where are you?" And we're like, "Just look for the bright green window." And <laughs> that's that's our cheat code to try to circumvent the mayhem. Um, well, anyway, it looks like we're all playing uh, different games, and uh, like Jeff is on just a different wavelength. Uh, he's clairvoyant <laughs> though, so I'm sure As, it's yeah, gonna pan, it's gonna pan exactly. Out. Uh, I, so I imagine that's what all clairvoyants end up doing eventually is just fucking driving for Postmates. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the news. So, 
So I have a question for the two of you. There was one really big story that was not insurrection slash election related. Uh, mm-hmm. Do we want to just jump right into sort of figuring out what's going on there, or do we kind of want to table well, that? How, I don't know what you. Guys how many are other? Th- how many Let's other things do you right have in. to talk about? So GameStop. <clears throat> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. So have either of you seen The Big Short? No, no. I think I've that seen the, I've seen the my, Big Sick. Does that count? Very, very different film. Uh, <laughs> the, the Big Short is about the uh, the 2008 uh, housing market collapse. It's an excellent mm-hmm. movie, and it's the only. It's one of two times that I've looked at a stock market situation and thought, oh, I get that. Uh, this <laughs> month was the second. Um, and I'm not saying I did get it. I'm saying I felt like I got it. That was my experience, <laughs> whether or not it was correct. So what happened mm-hmm. this month was a bunch of people on Reddit, on subreddit Wall Street Bets, uh, came to notice that uh, a lot of hedge funds, particularly Melvin Capital, were short-selling GameStop stock. Now, you all know GameStop. It's the only thing about this that's like really geek news. Actually, no, this spiraled into geek news in a lot of ways. But, you know, GameStop, the place that has been ripping people off for money for decades, has become the tool for people to rip each other off for money via yeah, the stock really, market. Yeah, really, it could have fucking been anything. I mean, it couldn't have been anything, but I mean, like, the significance of this, given the significance of the story, it could have been anything. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't yeah. matter that it was GameStop. It's the, the, That's kind of a just a fucking hashtag or a yeah. hashtag of fucking ancillary do- the, the detail yeah that yeah, yeah. Mean, ex- that's all folks <laughs> except i think i do think that where this story goes does circle around into uh some of the stuff that we try that we sometimes address here we tend to be pretty game centric yeah. but uh, i know that i ventured into like privacy and 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 bigger concerns on this show so sure. um what happened was they noticed uh wall street bets well, maybe we want to. We should probably break down just like a bullet fucking point of what short selling is, just in case. That's what I'm about to don't... do. Yeah. Well, okay, I, haven't, okay, I haven't even said it yet. Uh, so the Wall Street bets noticed that the head funds were short selling GameStop stocks, which essentially means they borrowed the stocks, sold them, knowing that their value is going to decrease, with the intent of buying them back once that value has decreased and then returning the loan stocks. So essentially they're selling them, buying them back cheap and keeping the difference. It is a market manipulation tactic that, uh, uh, well, at least, again, according to the big short, directly led to the massive, massive financial crisis in 2008. Um, And it's not illegal. It's just the thing they do. Because it's, it's significant. Fun. It's significant that it's GameStop, right? Because this is like a company that like clearly was going to do worse, not just yep. with the pandemic, but like, you know, just the I'm... movement of the future with people moving to more digital game buying and stuff like that. That's yeah. like, sign- mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And, yeah game- and also mm-hmm. because like a lot of the people doing the doing the shenanigans were gamers and thus you know yeah yeah i i have to suspect and i'm sure that there will be books and movies about this i think there's already a movie in the oh works God. there is um it's of course written by, is. it's be or it's like has like a consultant who like is is like this this fiasco is a result of young men being blocked off from having sex with women it, I, oh my god I, really i shit you not <laughs> 
it's the incels. Blame, you, okay, listen, incels, like, certainly a problem category of behavior. I don't think you can blame all internet anger on incels. I just don't think that that's everything that's happening. I think that this is a yeah. lot bigger than that. Yeah, here um, we go. The, the uh, <laughs> consultant is Scott Galloway, and uh, this is basically his tweet. What happened here? referring to the GameStop shenanigans. It's about sex, specifically young men not having enough, in parentheses, sex. <laughs> sex leads oh to relationships, God. obligations, Did... and guardrails. Don't get, don't get in fights. We need you. Don't gamble your paycheck. We need to save for a house. A I'm boy going, but... slash angry young I man fucking... is the most dangerous <laughs> person in the world. I hate this. I hate this so much. When for countries like more have than... unemployed young men who are single, the likelihood that countries goes to war escalate. We have cut the share of wealth of young people in half in the last third. Okay, that actually votes makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna rebut some of that I... in a little bit. I hate this so much, not just for the obvious reason, but like really the big thing for me is that the the, the tone of that is framing this whole thing as a bad thing because it's yeah. fucking, whereas so, like from the fucking, you know, this is a good thing fucking over people with hedge funds. Like, oh yeah, no, so, so, so what's, so what's not happening not a question. is the process of short yeah. selling got interrupted. A way to counter a short sell is to squeeze the short seller where the person or group uh, selling things at a high value to buy them back at a cheap one. Well, some people on Wall Street bets bought them knowing yep. what the hedge, fund, hedge funds were going to do. And the hedge funds went to go buy them back, expecting that they could just buy it back at the low value. And then the game, the Wall Street bets people said no. And because yep. the stock market <laughs> is not really a reflection of anything's value and just a reflection of what people think value is uh, like of, what stocks of a company's futures, yeah. um, because suddenly the demand for GameStop went up, the price of the stock went up like crazy. And yeah. it got to a point where, and I'm going to skip through a lot of the details. We're going to take but this to the moon. Yeah, say. yeah. A, a number of other stocks, including AMC and BlackBerry, got lumped into this, quote, meme stock group. <laughs> where Wall Street bet. Yep. <laughs> where Wall Street was, <laughs> Wall Street bets was squeezing these short sells. Uh, and on that. GameStop alone, I think Melvin Capital had to like receive like twenty billion dollar injection to to cover its losses. And as of earlier today, we're recording this on February second. As of earlier today, GameStop is finally like way back down under a hundred dollars, where uh, it, it, some would say it belongs. Uh, because a lot of Wall Street folks are either uh, getting different lower interest rates on their stocks to sort of make their losses easier to cover or bailing altogether. Which is absolute nonsense. Bullshit. They, they made a shitty so, gamble. People called yes. them out on the shitty gamble, and now they get to be bailed out while we no, still no, have stimulus not being bailed out. checks. They're not, they're not being bailed out. They are bailing out on the operation. They're saying, fuck this. I'm done. The, no, so, but, but by beginning, but when they're given lower interest rates and something like that, that is a luxury that a normal person mm. who makes a bad gamble would not receive. Fair. Like, no, that's a fair be, point. They're, they're being bailed out by like, like 
they're they're moving to like make policies and stuff to like you know change change this yeah. all around because they're like panicking but it's like no that's the point of the gamble is that yes. you have like because a normal individual if they fucking gambled on stocks and like and got the shit end of a stick because you know they because yeah. something erratic happened they would not get bailed out by any means and it would be this a lot whole, less money to bail out an individual versus like this the whole, whole hedge fund. enterprise has felt very much like you know the folks on Wall Street running these head funds are used yeah. to running this game the way that they want yeah. and they're not used to anyone telling them otherwise. To me, this almost looks like a big brother and a little brother who have always played games together and the big brother always wins the games, but the little brother finally grew up and yeah. started to play the games real good and the older brother punched them in the face. That's kind of what this whole situation feels like Are to you me. speaking from personal experience, Colin? Uh, not particularly. I was always better than my brother at video games. Uh, in other matters, <laughs> Tables flipped. So the the a lot of the where I think the more interesting geek news stuff comes up is how platforms responded to this. One of the biggest yeah. things that people Robin noticed Hood. was uh, the Robinhood app that people can use to buy and sell stocks. Uh, as Wall Street individuals and publicists and head fudge man hedge hot fudge managers were calling out about how. Um, uh, how much of a problem this was because they lost their gamble. Robinhood stopped allowing individuals to buy and sell stocks, so there are going to be congressional hearings about. Hey, there were even there were even certain cases where like Robinhood was going onto people's accounts and being like, "Hey, we're selling your stocks for you, and you can't do anything." I about did it. see people reporting that anecdotally on Twitter. I. I never saw a verification of it. Did you guys ever That's see fair. anybody verifying that particular operation? I mean, no. I saw uh, I like saw not... screenshots of it, but I don't know like if yeah. that. Yeah, you know, not like does... straight up verification. But then again, this is yeah. this is something you do on the sly, not yeah, yeah. So. And but and either was... either way, it's messed up, especially because like just the irony in the company Robinhood doing this, right? Stealing, because, like... for, yeah, they stole from the poor and gave to the rich. Is has yeah, been exactly. the, the, the meme <laughs> and, of it, and, and the and the reality is that's because robin hood doesn't uh, make its money from the user yep. using their stocks they they're, they're like money. facebook they they make their money by selling your data yeah they're like facebook exactly yeah yeah um so essentially I think the reason this does boil down to geek news and not just financial news is because this has been facilitated by primarily a Reddit forum, at one point a Discord yeah. group, uh, which was shut down, which also drew some attention. Discord's official statement was that the Wall Street Bets Discord was shut down because of rampant uh, hate speech and violation of a lot of their uh, behavioral guidelines. Oh, oh, yeah, people can... Try to plan an insurrection, a white supremacist insurrection, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you just sit on your ass. But like, oh, this is what you cu cut yeah. the axe on. All right, all yeah, right. exactly. And that's what they said. And I read a post from the mods of our our Wall Street bets saying that they were asking for more moderation tools and help, and didn't get them, and they failed to moderate the uh, the Discord. But the Reddit was taken offline for a moment, but very quickly went back up. I don't really know everything that went on behind that. There were a lot of different stories. But essentially what this all boils down to is the democratization of Wall Street info, which for people who don't invest regularly, stocks are opaque. Like, yeah. I don't get it. Oh, no. The I talking I've done here, the talking I've done here is the most coherent and hopefully <laughs> the most correct I have ever been talking about a significant financial event. Uh, yeah. 
and we are what we are seeing and a lot of folks this this essentially turned into a dialogue about you know the big guys versus the little guys and the little guys finally having the power to stand up to their bully older brother hashtag not but my also brother. like but also like not really because then the government just fucking steps in and, and does shit about it because it, the market's not actually free you know the free market like, yeah yeah <laughs> well and and that's it, it to me it seems very much like the free speech argument it's like people say free speech doesn't doesn't exist and it's like okay there needs to be an understanding of what free speech actually means in terms of what the government can yeah. do how deplatforming works in contrast to that and it's been such a goddamn mess about what steps individual people and platforms have taken during the game stonk fiasco and what the government has been doing which according to the treasury secretary and the president has been keeping an eye on it um but i know that <laughs> i know that the house is going to be um i know that they're calling on the ceo of robin hood to talk to them about it but essentially yeah. i i the reason i think the, this is they a, shouldn't a, they shouldn't do anything to help the hedge funds i don't think i mean i think ag- they should agreed yeah i think that they should you know there should be Let some looking die. into Robinhood because, <laughs> like, they're just they're just like letting the Robinhood is like basically manipulate. You know, like obviously the whole thing is market manipulation. But like, if Robinhood as a company for you know, I know they don't control all of the stocks that go in, but like, if they can just decide that you can't buy stocks in a company anymore, then the whole thing is just bullshit. You know what yes. I mean? <laughs> like yeah that's yeah and that's and that's yeah. the concern is the big guy versus little guy thing and the reason little guys have any ability to stand up to this is because of forums that do allow for yeah. people to spread and share this information and there's been a lot of talk from various um uh you know successful uh hedge fund managers and wall street uh investors that have said like this is great this is <laughs> this is people finally having the ability to look through that opaque wall and Mm -hmm. do something with this system so it started off as a fun joke about hey people are driving up the GameStop thing and ended with a very significant development of the democratization of information through primarily pretty geeky nerdy forums Hmm. and I'm kind of hoping it keeps moving in that direction approaching a year ago (laughs) approaching a year ago Animal Crossing came out it had its own (laughs) stock market in there (laughs) (laughs) Uh, <laughs> cut cut to now and uh gamers are are uh, uh one-upping the hedge fucking, fund and they're companies. just min-maxing the system coincidence you know? i think not <laughs> i think not okay do you guys have any other things you want to say on the game stonk fiasco no i mean that's that's about it fucking fuck hedge funds fuck anyone who's arguing that they should be seriously watch the big short it will infuriate you more than anything about this situation ever has turnips i I, I guess the last (laughs) thing that i have to say about this is i don't i don't feel particularly optimistic that this will turn out positive overall for society like i think this is going to be one of those things where like it's kind of exciting push for a little while and then you know the the well, people the who have view, the money Jeff. control the media and then the media will stop talking about it and then people will stop talking you know like i think it's going to it's going to go away without the the total you know oh of course it is it's dismantling fall, of this it, system with that it's it should already be. sort of fallen out of the news cycle but i mean like yeah. one one stock surge does not dismantle a system it is the fact no, that yeah, this yeah. can happen and right. that is going to be a thing to watch to see how these go in the future because suddenly people that have taken the system for granted might not be able to do that anymore. And that 
on its own without any sort of institutional change is a seismic shift that I'm interested yeah, in. Yeah, I hope so. I guess part of my I, whole I, I pessimism here is that I feel often. like it, <laughs> is that I feel like more policies and shit will be put in place that allow fucking hedge funds to not take the system for granted or to take the system for granted like yeah. they did before. Like yeah. I'm 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 worried that it's going to just like turn around and then it'll be like, oh look at this exposed holes in the system when in fact like this is how the system is supposed to operate so like yeah. i'm worried that or policies whether, are going to well, be in place so that I'm a little it's really of that not kind of language risky. i'm not explicit i wouldn't explicitly say like this is how the system was designed to operate but this no, is how no, it no, has but... operated and there are institutions that want to keep it operating that way and people yeah, like yeah. me are scrolling through reddit going <laughs> get fucked <laughs> And yeah, pretty, no, I mean, pretty much it. Yeah, language aside, though, you know what I mean. Like, I'm, mm. I'm worried that everything is going to quote unquote go back to normal with some new policies that prevent stuff like this from happening, which is just terrible. But uh, anyway. I'm at a point where I don't necessarily think that will happen. But hey, uh, Jeff, you and I can certainly follow up on that. Uh, yeah. Once anything does transpire, I, I hope I hope I'm wrong. Truthfully, I do too. I, yeah. <laughs> But let's get into some more of our typical fare. I'm just going to zip through a couple. I have uh, three things I want to talk about. I'm going to only try to take a couple minutes here. <clears throat> the first one, earlier in the month, uh, there was a teaser trailer for an Indiana Jones video game developed by Bethesda's studio, mm -hmm. um, Machine Games. And it was just a little, like, 10-second teaser on Twitter. And on its face, you're like, oh, cool, an Indiana Jones game. Probably uh, just going to be an Uncharted clone. <laughs> Which is interesting for a couple reasons. If you want to get into the game itself, the series Tomb Raider, which recently also went through an Uncharted-esque renaissance. Recently, it was in almost 10 years ago. Wow. But, like, Tomb Raider, and I'm just curious about this, was a franchise where they said, well, what if we made an Indiana Jones video game? And then right. they did, <laughs> and they called it Tomb Raider. That's what Tomb Raider is. It's an Indiana Jones video game. Yeah, but, uh, but like, so, Uncharted well, is also just Indiana Jones, but if the yeah. protagonist was a douchebag. I'd argue Indiana Jones is a little bit of a douchebag. He's just yeah, sexy to get away with it. significantly bigger douchebag, I guess. Okay, fair enough. Well, there's also an Uncharted movie, so everyone's flipping the scripts here. So here, <laughs> if you zoom out, though, it is actually a really interesting situation because uh, in that little video, it said that Lucasfilm Games was helping produce it. Um, mm -hmm. Now, like, one, there nice are questions about... Act, yeah, it'd be nice. Like, there was an Indiana Jones game that's like that was like a... a point-and-click adventure game and i'd actually rather like it if they did make it a point-and-click adventure game <laughs> uh <laughs> machine games is is primarily known for the last several entries in wolfenstein so i really so, doubt that's what we're gonna that's get that's not what's happening i see that's not what's happening so the first of all i'm curious because bethesda is now a microsoft company so mm -hmm. i'm wondering how the distribution's going to work that's a story for another time but the interesting thing is that uh lucasfilm games is uh is producing this and that is a new name lucasfilm games was not a thing before it is the new name for the lucas arts game division so that raised sure. a few eyebrows because we we're all like what is lucasfilm games doing on here especially when you understand that that's a, since like 2013 since Can't like they just 2013. Make it Lucas Games, Lucas Film Games. It's not a film, so it should and be just I, Lucas I, Games. I mean, I'm like here's the thing that uh, point and click adventure <laughs> game I was talking about. The Chatter, the... we are not spending a lot of time on point and click adventure Indiana. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I just want to point out that, that it was made by Lucas Arts. Like yes, yeah. Uh -huh. 
No, yeah, it's the same company. This is just like the new brand for their games division. But the interesting thing is that back in 2013, EA signed an exclusive deal to produce and publish Star Wars games. Now, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, not the same thing, but it was like Bethesda, an Mm -hmm. EA competitor, now part of Microsoft, an EA partner, is, is the one producing this. And lo and behold, the next day, Star Wars issued... Uh, no, sorry, Lucasfilm issued an entire thing talking about the future of Star Wars games Ubisoft is going to be making a Star Wars game. And without saying that they dropped EA, they were saying, we're not exclusive with EA anymore. So that Oof. one little teaser opened up a little Pandora's box of mysteries here. One, we don't know what the game is going to look like. Two, there has been a big shift in how these companies are dealing with each other because EA was supposed to start making games like, again, 10 years ago. Since then, they've put out Battlefront 1, which was well-received. Battlefront 2, which which created a lot of issues and incurred a lot of legal oversight and forced a last-minute push from Disney to gut the entire microtransaction system because people hated it so much, and resulted in the most downvoted Reddit comment of all time, where they essentially (laughs) said... This is the game we made. You're going to play it anyway, so deal with it. Oh, my God. Uh, If I don't get an Emperor Palpatine dating simulator out of this, what's the point? (laughs) Uh, But since then, they've published uh, Jedi Fallen Order, which is a great sort of Souls-like Star Wars game, and Star Wars Squadrons, which is uh, a dogfighting game where you play in the various, you know, space fighters, TIE fighters, X-Wings, all that good stuff. Both of those games were great. But when you're talking 10 years and four games and a number of high-profile cancellations, and market failures, uh, mm-hmm. EA got what was coming to him, and now we're going to get a lot more Star Wars games, and I hope they're as good as the last two we got. Um, cool. Another thing that came up, but this is just a fucked headline on a on a on a theme that we've been talking about for a couple of years. Uh, from Kotaku, report: Activision Blizzard calls policy to make hiring more diverse unworkable. And if you read their statement, they basically <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Said, sorry, sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. Run that one. Run that one by me one sure, more. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah, let's, let's play it back. Report: Activision Blizzard calls policy to make hiring more diverse unworkable. And here's what the policy says. It says to interview. Yeah, you don't. They don't even gotta hire them. Just pe- yes, interview. Interview more qualified candidates that aren't just white dudes. And they said that's gonna hurt our ability to make the games we want to make. That's fucked. Yeah, that's very. Fucked. And the thing yeah. is, like these kinds because of affirmative action style policies, dudes. they they're not even completely effective. Because guess what you can do? You can interview all the all the BIPOC, yeah. all the minorities you want, and still just hire the white dudes, which is not good but they're like really pushing back on the idea that they have to even consider other people and which is so stupid and there's also been a lot going on lately with some reshuffling in activision in general where like vicarious visions uh, is is now dissolved and all those people work for activision blizzard proper so like no one got fired or anything it was just a restructuring and those people are still mm-hmm. all employed there but like the guy who ran Blizzard before the merger is also stepping down. So the Activision tentacles creep ever further through the Activision Blizzard uh, monstrosity. And in the middle of all that, they say, we don't want to hire more people of color. And when you consider this from the publisher that cranks out a Call of Duty every year, it's just like, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on, guys? What could it hurt? <laughs> What can it hurt to at least interview that? Hey, I'll do you one better. If they're qualified, hire them. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. Hey, 
maybe if you fucking hire more fucking diverse people, then you'll have a game made in your company that isn't just the 19th fucking Call of Duty game that fucking is just the same thing every fucking time. At, yep. at the very least, maybe those Call of Duty games would have Arabic that wasn't gibberish on the signs. You know, <laughs> yeah. is that a fucking thing? Because oh, I yeah, believe it's a, it. It's a thing. Yeah. I believe in it. Wait, is it is it is it gibberish? Like it's actually Arabic letters, but they're just like not arranged in any in any yeah, way yeah. that actually means yeah, real they're, words, they're or Arabic, they just made up symbols. They're Arabic yeah. letters that are arranged in a way that makes no words. Yeah. Oh my so fucking ju- just, god! Just to take. Uh, just to take one particular quote out of this, um, the and it's part of it, and the whole thing just feels like someone saying, I don't wanna, but one quote of it is, implementing a policy that would extend to such an, ah, implementing a policy that would extend such an approach to all hiring decisions amounts to an unworkable encroachment on the company's ability to run its business. Does okay, it though? Like how? Yeah. Like that, <laughs> but like, does how it though? though? But actually does it though? <laughs> yeah because you're gonna have to fucking back that one up with some rigorous fucking research if you yeah. want to just say that shit if your and hr it- department <laughs> is so anemic that it can't handle sending a couple more resumes to a couple different department leads then maybe we gotta look at that hr system and finally yeah. address you know everything else that goes on in the games industry but you know that's fun uh the last thing i want to do this will be very quick uh, a couple days ago uh it was announced that roger Craig Smith, prolific video game voice actor, will no longer be voicing Sonic the Hedgehog, which for me is honestly kind of sad. I really liked him as a voice actor. He also voiced uh, like Ezio in the Assassin's Creed games. Um, but he was, I thought he had a very kind of like fun, freewheeling attitude that wasn't grating like some of the previous voices. And it started to get people asking some questions. There was just a very successful Sonic movie where they changed the person who voiced Sonic uh-huh. to Ben Schwartz. And people are wondering, is Ben Schwartz going to be be Sonic in the games? I don't know if, probably not, because I don't think they could afford that. But also, they just announced, uh, and this is bleeding into February a bit, they just announced a new uh, 3D animated Sonic show called Sonic Prime coming to Netflix. Oh, nice. So there's clearly a big shakeup going on. The last time we had a big Sonic shakeup, we got Sonic Boom. So I'm really hoping it's better than last time. (laughs) The the, Uh, the TV show was at least okay but i know yeah i know a lot of people like the sonic boom tv show uh the games were bad trash and not even they, a, i bought them both bad. i bought them both and <laughs> not even they, in a it, so bad it's good kind of way that sonic 06 was no like unplayable and playably bad well sonic 06 would be so bad it's good if the game loading times weren't an incredible encroachment on the company's ability to run its business. No, here's the thing, so... though. Like, <laughs> if you watch speedruns of it, uh, Sonic, it's a very popular speedrunning game because, like, yeah. Because the game, Sonic. Because, no, because the game fucks <laughs> up, but it fucks yeah. up in consistent ways, so. Yeah, oh, it, it, is, it, is, it is fundamentally broken. I've beaten it more than once, so we're going to move on so I don't have to elaborate on that. Jeff, what you got? Uh, yeah, I've got two stories that aren't aren't really quite as uh, culturally significant as uh, as the ones you were talking about, except for Sonic. But um, <laughs> it's fine. It's an interesting story. It's just not not fucking GameStop. Sorry. Um, 
Uh, first one is uh, WandaVision started airing uh, this month. We are now, well, by the time that this episode airs, we'll be five episodes in. But by the time of this recording, we're only halfway through, which is four episodes in. And uh, yeah, it. yeah, it's fun. I'm not going to say too much about it because it's, you know, spoilers and stuff like that. Is it as weird and trippy as everyone says? Ah! No, I, I don't think it's actually that I trippy. Like, like, I feel like our friend group has a pretty defini- different definition of trippy than yeah. the people whose most, like, cultured movie outing was, I don't know, the big short. Like, <laughs> it's, uh, it gets, it kind of, I don't know, maybe the, I, I'm guessing that this is probably going to turn around, but as of right now, it sort of gets less trippy as it goes along, to be honest. I imagine. Um, you have to start like, answering questions at some point. Yeah, once start, once questions start getting answered, then it, it becomes a little bit less trippy but i'm sort of guessing that like so without revealing any of the actual details basically like the first three episodes we don't get a ton of answers more than more just a lot of questions and then we got a bunch of answers in episode four Mm. so either that is going to continue on with just you know more more answers every episode intermingled with questions being raised etc you know like going back and forth between questions and answers or since that was the halfway point in this in the uh season they're gonna go back to tossing us in the dark raise a bunch more questions and then answer those for the yeah. finale i could see it going either way either Fair way enough. i'm a big fan of it it's really interesting and it's different you so, know, like yeah. it Wanda feels just like create that reality just to cope with. Uh, don't no, I don't want to know gonna, these things. No, I don't no, want to no, no, know. No, that's yeah, like the not, concept of the show. We're not answering any sort of questions, and uh, yeah, no, it's 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 I, interesting. I, I haven't watched Wandavision, by the way. I don't know. Neither have I, and no, I want I to. <laughs> um <laughs> Don't make yeah, Jeff I, ruin my things. I like my things. I'm not going to give the answer to that. Or even say whether or not we've yet received an answer to that. Um, but it's uh, it's I, I just like it because it's interesting. Like it 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 feels like it fits within the Marvel universe in a lot of ways, but it's not following a typical like superhero structure of a story. Um, we get some fun cameos from characters that could have quite possibly never seen again. So that's really cool. Yeah, um, I have, and, I've seen a couple of those leak. Yeah, and it's it's just it's a fun time, and it's it's an interesting mystery that has me like genuinely hooked on like where it's going, and it's Very been fun cool. to like watch watch the theories and be like people making predictions about you know. Yeah, it's 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 one of those shows. But yeah, that's that's my one story, and then the other story is um, what was it this Sunday or was it last Sunday? I can't remember. We just got a trailer for uh, for the new Godzilla versus King Kong movie, or just. Godzilla. Godzilla vs. Kong. I don't fucking remember what it's called. Godzilla vs. Um, Kong Dawn of Justice. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, Godzilla vs. Kong is what it's called. Yeah. Um, which is exciting for me. Like, this is a fucking aside, but like, uh, it, it, this is kind of coincided with, you know, a few months ago, I talked about how in the Transformers line, like a lot of the new Beast Wars stuff was coming out soon. And uh, <laughs> fucking new Beast Wars fucking toys of Optimus Primal, who turns into a gorilla, and the Beast Wars Megatron, who turns into a T-Rex, came out, like, uh, less than a month ago. So it's a, it's a real good fucking... You know, it 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 coincides well with this trailer being released for for yeah. me in my personal life. That's a fun um, little bit of synergy. Uh, yeah, monkey big, monkey very big. But Godzilla would still win, though. Apparently, that, in right? the uh, in the gods I, in no, the Chatter- original, what's gonna Can happen we- <laughs> is neither of them is gonna win. It's gonna be like Batman v Superman where they fight. It's yeah. tense, and then suddenly Mecha Godzilla shows up and yeah, they're like, so- "You bad guy." 
That's what people are thinking. People are thinking Mechagodzilla. There could possibly, I don't know if, like, well, what, this is what I hope is that it's not just for... Mechagodzilla, but there's like a robot Kong that they gotta fight too. <laughs> 2v2, you know? But, um, so, yeah, Colin, you and I were talking about how Kong is like a fuck ton bigger than he used to be, but apparently in the king kong movie itself they there was like a significant yeah. dialogue about how he was still in his adolescence so he's motherfuckers grown up and he's yeah. uh he's he's the right size now so that that does explain that a little bit but there's also i've seen speculation because like in some shots it looks like godzilla is maybe not as big as he used to be i've seen people speculating that maybe this is like a, a different fake, godzilla a because godzilla, like in all yeah. in, a, in a lot of godzilla like <laughs> movies there's like you know there there's the first godzilla and then that one dies and then there's another godzilla which is like sometimes the kid of godzilla or sometimes an evil new godzilla you know like it's it's not the bride of godzilla right sure uh, um so i mean one of my favorite moments was uh, was like in uh in one of the Godzilla movies where like they throw shade on that uh really crappy American Oh on, on one. Zilla, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh the with the Matthew Broderick one from like two thousand? Yeah, they from they throw shade on yeah. Matthew Broderick movie where like uh that version of Godzilla comes down and And then just immediately like, gets murdered. Immediately gets murdered <laughs> and, and like there was a scene before where like uh they were discussing it and one guy was like, Wait, who's that? That's like Zilla. They like Zilla, they just... yeah. <laughs> That's no, yeah. Funny. That 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 the that nineteen ninety nine Godzilla has like now officially in canon been turned into a creature called Zilla that is not Godzilla. Just very because like there's always, there was always this concept of uh it's like fucking coming back now with fucking Rhino with Republicans in name only, but mm. that started earlier with uh, <laughs> Gino, which is Godzilla in name only, which is like what people you know who are big uh, Godzilla fans referred to as you know like the the Americanized Godzilla including the second 1999 Matthew Broderick Godzilla, but Good I took a whole class grief. on Godzilla in, in undergrad. So it's it fucking, some of my knowledge is fucking peeking through, but Oh, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So that, that comes out on uh, March 31st. It's, you know, it's going to be a fun time. There's not really much more to say about yeah. it than that. Just that it happened. The, the trailer came out. It was kind of, interesting to see like hype over like we are giving like hey this is the date that a trailer for this movie is going to release like you know big trailers have been hyped before but i can't really in my remember i can't really remember a time when people are like hey save the date for this trailer dropping it was kind of just like they released it whenever right no that's what it's been like for a few years now okay maybe i just haven't been paying attention (laughs) late mcu stuff that was absolutely what it was like especially because we didn't know the name of Endgame until like five months before it came out, but you know, that's yeah. its own thing. Well, very cool. Nice little tidbits. Chowder, what have you got for us? All right, so the first thing I want to talk about is just uh, there's this uh, short film called Keratin, which you know won some awards, and uh, the thing is, it was a case of just blatant plagiarism like shot cool, for cool, shot, cool. shot <laughs> what for, uh it, it, like it was a case of blatant plagiarism like shot for shot they copied a comic made by adam ellis and uh like he even like shows the comparisons and it's like yeah no impossible to disagree this is 
uh, super. Uh, it's very much. They just took the comic. Did they, make, did they make a fan animation of Adam Ellis's comic and forget to say that's what it was? No, no, no. <laughs> they this made a fan a, animation, this, and then the uh, the, no, no, the no, fan this, this animator the... got amnesia and was like, "Holy <laughs> shit! I came up with this great idea." <laughs> no, no. This is the thing. It's a live action movie. Uh, you know, co-directors Andrew Butler and James Wilson. Uh, they oh, wow. barely even try to hide it, and like the basic concept is just like a guy plants like human nails in the ground and a human body grows out it's like it's like a short horror concept and it's like uh it's like how bereft of ideas do you have to be that you gotta like rip off like a comic artist and like a relatively well-known comic artist like i'm sure you guys have seen adam ellis yeah i know exactly who you're talking about yeah adam ellis wait let me look him up he Hold has on. a pretty unique, like, button-nose, cutesy kind of style. Like, I'll, I'll sh- give you a link. Uh, hold on. I- I'm just going to Google him. Go ahead. You keep going. Yeah. And, like, uh, I tried to click on the link where they had it, in- where the directors were, like, Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like, uh, yeah, I tried I to, like, a bunch uh, of memes by him. <laughs> look at the interview where the directors were talking about their inspirations, but, uh, what what do you know? It's not there anymore. So... <laughs> Well, that's gross. Is anything happening? Like, when did this come up, and what's being done as a result? Uh, well, I Adam Adam Ellis like separated at birth is the thing. Like, uh, Adam Ellis like tweeted about it yesterday, but like this has been this has clearly been ongoing for a while. So I do consider this January news. Yeah, if Uh, he's bringing it up. Yeah, so uh, I'm not sure what's or what's being done about it now. Uh, well, I'll be interested to see where it goes, because what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what uh, the fuck? And uh, let's see. The next thing I want to talk about is, so uh, they announced, or Netflix announced that, like, they're going to bring uh, The Spoke Rohan Kashibe, uh, which is like a short, a short series of uh, one, sh- or which is like a short bit. A miniseries anime, and uh, here's the thing: it's a spinoff of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part Four, but hmm. Part Four isn't on Netflix. Like <laughs> Rohan Kishibe is a yeah. character from Part Four, so like, how do you have the spinoff without the thing he was from? Like, I I guess like at the end of so, because <sighs> like here's the thing: I, I yeah, the stories aren't like really tied to the stuff in the main series, but like. There is stuff that goes without explaining because they expect you to just know JoJo. Like, why does Rohan have? What is a stand? Why is what are <laughs> Rohan's abilities? Uh, what why, why, what can if... he, why can he like make pages come out of your face and then write stuff and stuff happens? What? What if instead of adding season four of that particular thing, they just under the season four header had a link to the Wikipedia page for it and said, this is all you need to know. You can watch (laughs) our thing now. I'm sorry. There are fucking JoJo's Bizarre Adventure spinoffs. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of spinoff stuff. Every season is a spinoff. Why not just make it part of the thing itself? Because Rohan is not a JoJo. He's Yeah, who cares? <laughs> There's well, been fucking whatever. Well, look, look, these are like spin spin-offs are just opportunities to like explore the world outside yeah, no, of like I, what I happens know. in the main parts. And also like Ibaraki's sure. one second. The quality ringtone right there. 
Yeah. Okay. So, but but also like if Iraqi's already moved on to a new part, but like there's something people want to explore in one of the older parts. That's what the spinoff is for, and there is mm. good reason for that because like there's a, a spinoff novel uh, for part five that like is really good called, called Purple Haze Feedback, and it's like yeah. Is there a uh, way? Oh is goodness. there currently a way to to view this season four though not on Netflix? Yeah, there is. Uh, ways to view this season four, just not on net. It's just not on Netflix. You can check it out that on is, animation and that is strange. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's been also out for like ye- it's been out for years now. So streaming rights, <laughs> watching yeah. streaming rights like settle over the next like five years is going to be so fucking frustrating for like well, the couple a- of years where everyone was trying to give their stuff to Netflix and Hulu, and now they all have their own yeah. services and nobody has the rights to their own shows anymore. Well, it's a little different with. I mean, the it's a little bit less of a well. I don't know if it's less of a shit show, but it's a kind of a different procedure with like anime and stuff like that. So I imagine yeah, this is yeah. well as net Netflix is trying to make big gains into the anime uh, world. So we might see a little more of that on that front. Yeah. Well, there's other, there are other seasons of Jojo there on Netflix. Just season four isn't on yet. Right. Yeah. And yeah, they're the ones are there, but not four. Yeah. Not the thing they're actively producing related. Maybe they're, uh, maybe they're going to, you know, just, put season four on there soon after because like eventually they probably were right who, who the fuck knows what? I don't know. <laughs> maybe they don't have the rights to part four and never will that's yeah that's probably that's probably exactly what yeah. it is um chat do you have anything uh, I, I at this point for the sake of time so i like lightning lightning around these kickstarters and we're good uh fucking first, go. one, first one i want to talk about beacon pines cute art style uh cute little animals apparently it's a creepy adventure game like point and click adventure games so yeah see, if, you like, back around. if you like yeah. <laughs> uh, if you like not in the woods this is probably what they're uh, taking inspiration from uh we have mythic prelude which is like a which looks to be like a legend of zelda kind of game it's 16 bit it's uh and uh yeah they both have demos so you know if you want to try them out before uh making the monetary uh choice go for it uh and then there is a graphic novel called Parsifal, which is uh, about a knight and her quest for the Holy Grail. But that's really all I know because everything is Italian, but the artwork is very pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, if you understand Italian or just want to look at the pretty artwork, Parsifal. Uh, yeah. And those are my Kickstarters. Very nice. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, so we're going to kick it into the ratings. Uh, Jeff boasted of his clairvoyance, and let's see if his clairvoyance can lead us to the quickest uh, rating section where we, as an uh, editor's room, come together and try to decide what was the single most interesting, important, or impactful piece of geek news for January of 2021. I submit Game Stonks. I agree. It is Game Stonks. Game Stonks. Game Stonks. Yeah. There you have it. That's the story. There's so I much to read on it. I have proven my clairvoyance. And I feel like possibly uh, like... prediction. It was a divine message sent to my head. How else, out of all of these stories, would I have known that this was going to be the one that was chosen? From, as the most from sheer sample size, you're right. It's pretty staggering. You're very special. <laughs> Uh, I feel like this is going to end up being one of the things where, you know, like worker abuse in the games industry and Elden Ring, uh, this is going to be something that keeps coming up, um, like Jeff's Unicron stories. Uh, Speaking of which, uh, some Elden Ring concept art came out this last Uh, month. I thought you were going to ask about Unicron, and I was very confused. 
I'm very sorry, no. Uh, and even Austin said, the news is nothing, and then didn't reply after that pretty much. So, <laughs> so he's still pretty dejected. Well, there's some other stuff this month. Star Trek Discovery Season 3 ended. All in all, real step up from some of the previous stuff. A lot of fun. Got some issues with it, but I have issues with all Star Trek. But, uh, so we're going to be another fun, season, or is that the end? No, there's uh, they're shooting the next two already, back-to-back. Oh, okay, uh, cool. Production began in November. This one was just delayed because of COVID. And, uh, but, no, uh, it's lots of good stuff this month, aside from, you know, the insurrection. But I think that, uh, I think February is going to be interesting. We've already got some stories picked out for this next month. And in one month, we will be back with a recap of February news. In two weeks, though, there will be a regular-ass book club common geeking program where, Chatter, I believe you did a thing. Oh, yeah. yeah no, we, I, I, we already I, I, recorded it. Yeah, we already recorded it. I spent pretty much an hour and a half uh, melting Jeff and Jocelyn's brain about Final Fantasy VII Remake. (laughs) I feel so bad because they also had to receive my tenant rambling. Um, Yeah, I guess Jocelyn and I are just like the uh, de facto go-to don't know shit about anything people in this group. You and I are (laughs) tag teaming our friends' slow murders. Yeah, boy! (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, See, this I is been... oh, so it was it was all a fucking plan that Chowder didn't show up for the recording of the Tenet episode to get Jocelyn in on there. Yes. You two yeah. fucking coordinated it. Yes. <laughs> I'll never tell. So uh, that about wraps it up. We will see you guys in uh, two weeks with the Final Fantasy VII episode and in a month mm-hmm. with some news from February 2020. I have been Colin. Uh, 2021, me, sir. Tw- it is 2021. Time doesn't exist. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, you can find me at Sonic Colin K on Twitter, Instagram, and I do m- most of the Dice Popular work on our on that show, and that's fun, too. Uh, Jeff and Chowder, do you want to be found anywhere? Yeah, I've got, a, uh, I've got a YouTube channel that does toy reviews called Alchemist Prime Reviews, so if that's your kind of thing, go check that out. Um, I also have an Instagram where... Once upon a time, I posted my art stuff, but I haven't done any art stuff in a while. But that's uh, things I wish existed, and there's a dot between each word. I should probably you just could post start drawing old art on people's Postmates orders and then Instagramming that. I don't draw. How long have you fucking known me? Paint, <laughs> paint with the ketchup packets. The world is your canvas. <laughs> oh Christ! Uh, hi, I'm Time Will Chowdhury or Chowder, whichever you prefer. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Time Will Chowdhury. Uh, I also run the Common Geeking Program Twitter handle uh, at Geeking Program. You can see what I do there. Uh, I'm also part of Dice Populi, which is a real play Woo! tabletop RPG uh, where shenanigans happen. So yeah, it, it was it was such a fucking busy January. Was so fucking busy for me between that shit and then my God, like all. all all my work stuff came together in the same week and I died. So I'm really looking forward to February, honestly. I think this is going to be a nice time. Um, so yeah, keeping those cozy vibes rolling. You all have a nice day. Ciao. Adios. Dirt. This slightly delayed episode of the Common Briefing Program is hosted by myself, Colin Ketchin. I was joined by Jeff Levitt and Timo Chowdhury. This episode is sponsored by... Uh, Destiny 2 not giving me the piece of gear that I need, even though I've been trying to get it for two weeks. Uh...
the podcast is uh, created and produced by myself and Jeff Levitt, with uh, this episode edited by me, featuring original music also by me. And uh, in two weeks, like I said, we'll be back with some fun times talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake. In the meantime, check out CommonGeekingProgram.com to uh, see more about this show, How You Doing, and Dice Populi, our other shows. And thank you for listening to this. My clap came out real, like, wet and high-pitched. Then I'm not a fan. Did not go the way I wanted. I was hoping for a big, hearty thwunk. Mm. No thwunks for me. (laughs) Aren't we all hoping for a big, hearty thwunk? (laughs) A big, hearty thwunk. Hello. That's what I always say. I always enjoy big, hearty thwunks over uh, fucking wet and high-pitched, personally. (laughs) The thwack-thwunk dichotomy permeates our friendship.